So we're at the end of the six weeks and they're just saying goodbye for the last time before our two weekers leave. Alright, my name's Andrew. Uh, I say some of my highlights of LDP2 being a hybrid is the fact that we got to do the three mile swim and you know wake up really early one morning, see the sunrise over Lake Wanabasaki and just like swim, have conversations with God and with the people around us. It's pretty tight. I'm Spencer. Um, yeah. My highlights were probably just apprenticing and yeah. going closer to my entire cabin yeah. and really just opening up with them and listening to their conversations and their testimonies. Um, yeah. Fishing this oh, that's a great. Oh, Bree, talk. Yeah, let's talk about it. Clara and Bree. How was fishing this morning? It was we caught great. nothing. I caught a fish. Did you? No, you I did. didn't. I caught a fish. She caught. We caught two. I caught fish. a fish, and Lily caught a fish. But you said you caught nothing. She caught nothing. I, I caught a fish. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, it was you guys. Fun. So you, Clara, was just saying the relationships that your friendships that you've made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Rattlesnake. That was that was a highlight. Yeah. Well, yeah. The swim was really cool because it was very like. Um, like mentally tiring, and it was like a hard mental challenge, but we did it. Yeah. yeah. So we got just got joined by Anna. Anna was the fastest swimmer this year for the yeah, three mile. What yeah. was it like an hour and eighteen minutes or something? Hour and twenty seven minutes. Anna's a rock star. Um, Anna, what other? Uh, give, give me some more highlights for this last six weeks for you. Um, definitely Scob. That was just a fun trip for everyone. Yeah, I that was the canoe trip. Well, hello. It's good to be back. We tried to do this sooner, and it just didn't happen. There was so much going on this summer, some of which you're going to hear about over the next half hour or so. A couple things. Unfortunately, Seth was not able to join me due to the nature of how crazy his summer was, so I had to find a substitute co-host to stand in. Uh, this person was gracious enough to help me in getting this episode out. Also, you'll notice we did recordings that kind of covered the last two weeks of camp. So there are moments where we talk about it being week six, and then other moments where we talk about it being week eight. And just so you know, that's just us capturing the last two weeks of camp. Finally, as we've alluded to, this was our goal was to make this episode kind of a capture of some of the things that are going on at camp and catch uh, some interviews with campers and counselors and even capture some uh, audio of some of the activity that goes on and uh, you'll hear all that throughout the episode in the middle of that we spend a little time my co-host and i talking about the importance of us being back together the importance of community how camp really draws community out of us uh, and then we finish with a bit of closing campfire comments from one of our camp pastors joe layman and coach crowers all right glad you're with us here's the show Technically, it's three camps. We have three different encampments. Camp Brookwoods. Brookwoods. Camp Deer Run. Camp Deer Run. Moose River Outpost. Three camps. Moreau and Brookwoods. Deer Run. Moose River Outpost. The Three Camps Podcast. With your hosts, John Cooper and Seth Coates. Three camps. Bienvenido a Three Camps Podcast. Estás escuchando nuestro onceavo episodio. 
Mi nombre es Lidia Orozco y estoy con el mismísimo John Cooper. Hello and welcome everyone to our 11th episode. You can hear that is my co-host standing in for Seth Coates, Lydia. Lydia, thank you for coming on the show with me. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for the invitation. So everyone, we're six weeks into this summer. It's been wild. And uh, Seth has also had a wild uh, six weeks. They are wrapping things up at MRO. And then he, I think, will be doing some conference groups. But uh, we were unable to get a hold of him. And my new friend, Lydia, who has been on staff here all summer, uh, was a fun stand-in for Seth. And I'll just say, Lydia, I mean, you have seen six weeks of this. We've had a ton of rain. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, uh, lots of rain. In fact, we've had so many schedule changes due to rain. Because as you know, and as people might expect, we have been avoiding having a full assembly of campers so that we can remain distanced and we can uh, follow protocols. And so when it rains, we really end up having to uh, pivot to make our schedules work. And that's been our summer. It's just been a lot of rain. And then also uh, something that has affected me as the food service director, but also is affecting Seth in a real way, is a lot of the things that we depend on for camp to go is things like deliveries and things like services that we depend on. And because of the nature of some of what's going on in our country, labor is at a very big demand. And uh, there's times where Seth wasn't able to get deliveries of food up at MRL. We had the risk of that a couple times. And if anyone listening follows the news, there have even been camps around New England that have had to close because they couldn't get any food for their kids. So right. that was another added complexity to our summer so far. But also, I wanted to ask you, Lydia, I mean, you, so you hail from Mexico. Yes. Uh, si, senor. <laughs> and we, uh, we have a lot of people on staff here that are from Mexico, and that's been a blessing. What has been some of your, I don't know, first reactions to being here this summer? Oh, my gosh, yes. I, I think besides the rain and all these chaos that we are living as a world, as like all nations are struggling right now. Mm. Um, since the beginning, John, I can tell that we have been seeing God's hand in every single moment. Mm -hmm. It's really incredible to know that Camp was hiring from three specific nations and they did not have any issue with visas or flights, which were um, Colombia and Mexico, mm -hmm. the, the stuff that we have here. And the stories behind like everything, like all the paperwork and everything, God was there. Mm. And in here, yes, we have been having rain and stuff, but also we can see that God is providing in the exact moment. Mm. And I can't wait to like share all these stories yeah. with the camp community because it's it's just amazing. It's really amazing. It's true. And we it's funny you say that. So we have uh, one of the things I'll just say for the listener, we wanted to do some episodes throughout the summer, and this will be the first one that we'll be able to put up. And part of that was just, there was so much going on and it was very hard to figure out when to um, try and put together episodes for the podcast. But then we've also been gathering content uh, that we will continue to bring out through the fall and maybe the winter. And to what Lydia was just saying, there have been some incredible moments that we think are going to make some incredible stories uh, for the Three Camps podcast. And they're happening up at MRO as well. What we want to do is capture some kind of camp moments 
And we've done that. Lydia uh, has done that. And I have tried to do that as well, where we just interview some people kind of on the fly. So for part of this episode, we're just going to play you some sound clips, maybe react to them a little bit. And a lot of it is just illustrating the fun that these campers are having and being together. Um, And then maybe we'll kind of talk about a little bit of the importance of being here at camp. And we have some uh, audio to share on that front as well. So coming back to you, Lydia, what is it that you're doing here at camp this summer? I've been doing ceramics mm-hmm. and such an experience with the kiln. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I, I have been learning sewing. Um, Carol Jonan, she was my mentor. Mm-hmm. So, really great. I learned a lot from her. So sad that she needed to go back home earlier, but um, yeah, I love her so much. It was hilarious. The class was really fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it was funny in our activities episode we had on a girl named Ava Bashai. Yes. And she uh, talked about how much fun sewing was, <laughs> which you know we, I think not, I didn't I didn't know that was going to be the case. But also uh, we, we'll hear from Ava a little bit later because she did something that she set out to do this summer, which is a lot of fun. Um, you had the opportunity to talk to girls while you were doing your activities. We we had like since really deep conversations until the funniest and hilarious stories or just like making stories out of nothing for example in sewing uh we had one camper he was i think he was just too lazy to do four legs for the turtle like a like a turtle animal and he was like i'm good i'm just gonna make a three leg turtle (laughs) and we started making the story like a shark ate the leg or whatever so it's really fun it's creative and I think for these kids, it's just amazing to just be together again mm. and have fun, enjoy, interact, and have conversations face to face. Yeah. All right. So, are we going to do this? Episode 11, baby. Let's get into it. <laughs> Tell cabin and my favorite thing about camp is um all the activities love that what's your favorite activity um i like sewing and random explosions what did you do in sewing um i made a whale stuffed animal and a scrunchie awesome thank you so much ella my name is cassidy and I'm in the whitetail cabin, and I like camp because there's a lake nearby and because there's activities. Okay, so that was two girls from the whitetail cabin, Ella and Cassidy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, here I'm going to play some audio I got from the entire reindeer cabin in the dining hall on their exiting day. Can I interview the reindeer cabin for the podcast? Yes! yes. All right. All right, so guys, this is a microphone. What is that? A microphone. Hi, my name is Mia Bryan. Mia, what was your favorite uh, activity you took this uh, this summer? Okay, um, I don't know. I really just I liked all of them. They were all so fun. All right, good enough. What's your name? Jillian. Jillian, what was your favorite activity? Archery. Archery. Did you uh, get any awards? Yes. Nice. Good job, Jillian. What's your name? Um, Zoe. Zoe, best cabin night. Hmm. I think the night we did tubing for cabin night. Tubing nights, like that's a good cabin night. Yeah. You hate All right. What's your name? Laney. Laney. I don't know. What was the best thing you ate at camp? 
Uh, the potatoes. They were delicious. The I potatoes? Ate, I ate like five of them. It was great. The cheesy potatoes. <coughs> the cheesy oh, the twice-baked potatoes? potatoes? Yeah, twice they were amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, what's your name? Campbell. 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 Um, I don't know, favorite memory of the last two weeks? That's Definitely big, whenever well. we were going tubing at cabin night and okay. the sun was setting. Oh, yeah, was it beautiful? It was really Good pretty. answer. What's your name? Oh, yeah, what's your name? L. L? L. Um... Best night of program. What was the best thing you guys did for Deer Run? Um, I liked Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. Yeah, that's a good answer. If you guys don't want to do it, you can just say Skippy. Are you good? What's your name? Yeah, I'm Ryan. 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 Uh, let me think. Did you guys do a hike? We did go on a hike. Was it fun? Yeah. We sang a lot of songs. Yeah? Oh, what's like a reindeer cabin famous song? Starship. Starship. No, 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 we're not singing. Okay. Um, Vivian. Hey, yeah. This is my friend Vivian. Hey, Vivian, hey. what um, what was your favorite memory of the last two weeks? Um, meeting new friends. Yeah. And also seeing the sunset was so pretty. Nice. Good also answer. tubing. Tubing. What's your name? Kendall. 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 Um, what was your favorite activity for uh for activities? Uh, probably water skiing. Water, did you get up? Uh, yeah, I did. You got on some water skis. Yes. Way to go, Kendall. All right, Izzy. What's my up? friend Izzy. Hi. Izzy, what was your favorite memory of the last two weeks? Um, either meeting my new friends or tubing like crazy. I almost fell off. Yeah. Um, I was hanging off the boat. Oh, also tubing with the sunset was so pretty. We did a joy ride. I recommend All right. it. All right, I'm gonna skip you. What's your name? Sky. 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 What is the weirdest thing that your your counselors did for the last two weeks? Oh, um, Josie would eat peanut butter with her fingers out of the oh, jar. Oh, no, Josie. <laughs> I didn't have a spoon. Josie's a friend of mine. I have to talk to her about that a little bit. All right, we're going to finish in this Reindeer Cabin interview with a friend of the podcast, Ava Bashai. She's been on before. Ava, we said if you did this, you were going to come back on, which is why I'm talking to the reindeers right now. What did you do yesterday? I got up on water skis. You got up on water skis. That's amazing. Yeah. Ava, give me some good memories. How was these last two weeks? Um, it was great, and the montage really like captured a lot of it. Oh There's... yeah, that's right. So we should direct people to listen to go yep. watch the video. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know. Sitting at dinner with all of these weirdos was just so fun. <laughs> yeah. I hear the reindeer cabin is a good cabin. Way yeah. to go, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. Thanks. So coming back onto this, Lydia, I've been like observing a lot, you know, at camp and I've been looking at, um, even like the first couple of days, but even, even now, I mean, we have new, new batches of campers that come in every two weeks and, you know, you just look at how good it is that everyone's together and how much, you know, fun people are having. And then you can also see this like adjusting that needs to take place because people haven't been. In, in, in groups like this and interacting with, you know, this much diversity and this much uh, going on. And I, we, we just think it's so good that it can't happen and it's continuing to happen. Um, and I've been trying to think through that as a theme. So uh, the other night we had the LDPs up at the house and we were doing a campfire and 
I had done this kind of broader devotion with them, but there was this one part that I was thinking about as it relates to this. I'm not sure if it's going to work, but I may just play it for you now because I think it illustrates what I'm saying. And we could just kind of see if that is something that makes sense uh, to talk about. And then also, I think you had a couple more people that kind of you had interviewed that kind of plays to this part as well. Mm -hmm. All right. So let me see. I may just play it now. So let's get back to the enemy for a second. I were the enemy and I wanted people that wanted to do good to not do any good, to be enslaved. I'll tell you what I would do. A, I would separate them from each other because the Bible's right when it says where two or more are gathered in my name, I will be there, right? So number one, this isn't good if we're the enemy, but it is good. It's really good that you guys are here. And I know that every one of you had to make decisions about coming here. And some of you, that was a really hard decision. I know it. I know some of you weren't gonna come. It's good that you're here. If I were the enemy, I would try and separate us. How do you do that? There's a lot of good and easy ways to do it. One is, let's pretend that we're actually together online. I don't think it works like that. I don't think that what we're doing on chat or whatever is the same as being together in person. I actually might sound old fashioned, but I really believe I have like a bit of a mystic side to me. Like I think there's something very mystically important about us being next to each other in the same room together. Our Holy Spirit's talking to each other during prayer, during having fun, during meals, during whatever. And like, yeah, you guys can have a, like a great group chat going. I think that's fine. But like, that's also synthetic, right? It's not real. So if I were going to do that, I would try and make it feel real. Feel like you're connecting. Feel like you're a part of a movement because you hashtagged it or whatever it is. And then, and then we could pretend to have church. And like, honestly, like I, I sat in front of a screen every Sunday and it was fine, but it wasn't though. Like it wasn't, I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't real, but like it kind of wasn't. I'm, I'm mixed about it, if I'm being honest. Like, you know, we got our kids here and like we're singing at a TV screen and it just didn't feel right. So it's good that you're here. I think it's important that you're here. It is important that you, that you are here. That's really powerful, John. And I think for all our campers and all the staff members, the families praying for this moment to happen, it is important for them to be here. Mm -hmm. And right now they can just be listening to us many miles away, but it's important that they are here. And they are part of this that is in God's heart for us to be his body, for us to be his church, his community from different nations, from different states, from different languages, different cultures. We have this huge heart for him on fire now because we are together. Mm. It's interesting because I went on in that talk to talk about community and how, you know, I, I even can speak from my own life when you're either up in your head or you're just in a place where you're mostly alone. You know, it's easy to start. Just community keeps us tethered together, you know, tethered mm -hmm. to the gospel and tethered to one another. And, and, you know, in community, we find encouragement and we find. But we also I mean, community can be hard, yeah. you know, and you think about like how easy it is to separate from everyone else just being on your phone or being on you know some device yeah. and so even being here where there's just not phones on all day long and kids can't have their phones yes. out, you know and just they're forced to interact with each other which i think is divine i yes. think that's how it's supposed to be but at the same time you know it's uncomfortable sometimes you have to really you know it draws you out and i had this experience happen this summer where i was just talking to this boy who uh, was working in the kitchen with me and, you know, his whole image he was going for was 
I have it all to get, I have it figured out. I have it together. And he's young. I mean, he's got a lot. It's fine. No one, none of us have it figured out, but he, you know, he was trying to kind of project this. And I was just asking him very, very simple questions. Not very, you know, um, they weren't hard questions and they weren't too penetrating, but it was just, you know, asking who his friends were, who his family is. And eventually I think he was like getting to the point where he, was almost worried about what he was going to say next. You know, he was almost like, it was almost like he was being more vulnerable than he was comfortable Mm -hmm. with. And I I wasn't even trying for that. We were just having a very simple conversation. Mm -hmm. And so it was interesting to think like, we've been removed from that so much that now just, and I think our souls want it. So now it's like you have this, almost this, this opportunity for people just to feel again for the first time in a little while, you know, and interact with their friends. And, you know, I, I, you've interviewed some people and I've talked to some people who are just saying, it's like, it's a blessing just to be around other people, Mm -hmm. like-minded individuals. Something that God has, um, showing me this summer is to be vulnerable. To be, I mean, it's a huge opportunity to be surrounded by many people and not all the world has this chance right now, right? But we are so blessed to be in this uh, community and to talk to every, like everyone in the morning, in the afternoon, in the dining hall. Um, but still, that makes us vulnerable. And you said, right, that's the word. Like, it's really hard when you are, when you have to be open and say like, oh, Maybe that's why I didn't like community that much because it challenges me. Yeah. It makes me feel that I have to do more, that I have to learn, that I have to give sacrifice. But that's love. Yeah. That's love. And I, I really like um, Colossians when it says, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we are tired sometimes. We're like, oh, please don't talk. And some campers will say like, oh, I like the first two weeks because they are with a lot of energy. And right now we are like getting there. Like yeah. we need the rest hour for ourselves yes. as well. But yeah, that's community. It is. And it's, you know, Seth and I had talked about this on a couple episodes, uh, you know, where, um, camp we, we used I think we were illustrating this with some of the, the the hikes and the trips that people take where you're sort of taken out of your comfort zone uh, and I've seen that so much this summer but what what also happens is you, know, you said it we're tired um, we do, we're vulnerable in that we don't know what's coming next so we're not necessarily mentally prepared for what's coming um, and and then your guard is down and before you know it, something really kind of magical can happen that you would have probably tried to get away, like protect yourself from. It's too vulnerable. It's too open. But I think the Holy Spirit lives there. You know, I think that's where the opportunities are. So it's interesting. Hi, my name is Lindsay Schuler. I am a camper in the Antelope Cabin. And camp helps me grow in my faith by surrounding me with wonderful Christian supportive women um, and giving us lots of opportunities to spend time with Jesus. That's kind of perfect. Yeah. I think many of us, even in Colombia, Mexico, or different parts of the world, we change our structure of church due to the pandemic. As you were saying to the LDPs, we were just sitting in our couch behind a screen and trying to worship God together. And I think that in our hearts, we really wanted to do it. And and it was like legit. 
but something special happens when you're face to face and for these kids just listening to devos or just having fun playing soccer or something else brings them joy brings them something different right mm -hmm. yeah was it hard for you to say soccer just then yeah i think so <laughs> i will say football football yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Chloe Veth and Molly Valentine. Are you guys, you're not elk as well, are you? No, where are you? Chloe's antelope. Antelope and elk counselors. But, are you recording it? Yes. recording? Really? Those are kind of fancy. We're six weeks in, two weeks left. How are you feeling? I'm excited for the last batch. Yeah. I'm excited too. Uh, I should tell warm. you, these are two rock stars of the Deer Run Council community. It's been a re weird six weeks. I mean, we it's have to tell people. It's been a lot. It's, it's rained lot. all the time. Yeah, really like windy. Windy. Very oh, down in the water. water the wind. Yes. Like sailing and stuff has been difficult yeah. with the wind yeah. and the rain. We've done a lot. Have you? Yeah. What are the highlights? What's the, what's the, the best highlights? thing you've done? Well, I teach leather craft and that's yes. my favorite. Yo, I want to come up. Can I come to that come and up. see it it's and record? Sick. You can, yeah, you can record. What's the coolest it's thing somebody's loud. made? Yeah. Um, this week, two kids made like um, archery arm guards. Yes. Which is cool. Oh. That's awesome. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very cool. And Cole, you've been teaching archery. Yeah. Has it been archery. good? It's been good. Yeah. We had an American archery last week. You had an American archery last week? She was my yeah. camper, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was she? Molly's camper. She's oh, very, what was her name? Um, her name is Kate Dominac. Yeah. Kate Dominac? Mm -hmm. yeah. Got her American archer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And cool. she, she only had one award left. So she did all of it in Caribou. Yeah, which is kind of insane. Okay. Probably one of the best that. Yeah, there's there's seen. something there I don't understand, but I'll just take your yeah, word for it. It's yeah. a very good thing. One of the best ever. Better than Chloe. Yeah, better than me. <laughs> I hear you're very good, actually. We wanted to do this, but you've been singing to your girls yes. every night, right? Yes. Still doing it? Yes, we really? sing to them. They sing with us. Last night we sang Holy Spirit to them, and then the night before we sang Oceans. Nice. And they're very cute. Sometimes we sing them Rainstorms, which is like the Allagash song. So we've played a couple clips here and you've heard Lydia and I talk about the importance of being back together at camp. And after this, we're just going to play out on some closing campfire, closing night ceremony stuff. Um, we're going to get a look into uh, the candle lighting service that takes place on the Brookwood side of camp and hear from one of our pastors, Joe Lehman and Coach Crowers on that last night. I think going out, I just want to say to all the listeners, you know, this was an experience for us. It was experience coming back and having camp after not having camp for a whole year. Um, with that came some interesting challenges of trying to follow the protocols that were set out for us. Um, and, you know, we will probably be referencing this summer throughout the fall and, and, and winter, especially when Seth and I are back in the same room to talk about his crazy experiences, because there are many. Uh, but Lydia totally hit on it. I mean, if you've been praying for us and you've been praying for camp and, you know, I just think it's really important that we had camp and it's been nice to think about the fact that people have been praying this uh, to happen and it has happened. And we, um, we're just pleased. We're just pleased to be here and be a part of it, which is funny because we're all exhausted as yeah. anyone who's worked on staff can appreciate, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, but also thankful. And so thank awesome. you to you, uh, our listeners. Thanks for coming along with us one one more time on uh, the Three Camps podcast. This has been our 11th episode. 
<laughs> the Three Camps Podcast has been produced by Lydia Orozco and myself. Thank you for listening with us and feel free to hit us up on the voicemail 978-308-2679. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Thank you, Lydia. You're welcome. Thank you. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Tonight, each of you will light a candle, and that candle will represent your faith, your belief in God. We live in a dark world where many people are without light, the light that brings hope. And so it is important for us to let our light shine and to share that light. Some people fear the light because they're afraid of what it will reveal in their lives. Some people just like the darkness. And they'll try to put out your light. And storms may come and blow out your candle. Is that the end? <laughs> no, of course not. I can always relight my light from one of you. And that's why it's important that when you go back home, you find someone else who has the light. Maybe it's a parent. I sure hope so. Maybe it's someone at your church. Maybe it's a friend at school. But find someone who carries the light. And stay close to them. So that if their light goes out, you can relight their candle. And if yours goes out, they can relight your candle. That you will go forth and share your light. And that many candles will be lit from yours. And we'll keep the candles burning here at camp. And that's why it's important you find someone else who has the light. The brotherhood. Meeting new friends. Are definitely the friendships I made. We are so blessed to be in this community. And, and storms may come. By surrounding me with wonderful Christian supportive women um, and giving us lots of opportunities to spend time with Jesus. I can always relight my light from one of you. Sometimes we sing them rainstorms. It's like the Allagash song. Something special happens when you're face to face. Have conversations with God and with the people around us. Going closer to my entire cabin and really just opening up with them and listening to their conversations and their testimonies. And storms may come. Is that the end? <laughs> no, of course not. I can always relight my light from one of you. But find someone who carries the light. Stay close to them. And we'll keep the candles burning here at camp. We 
are so blessed to be in this uh, community. And by surrounding me with wonderful Christian supportive women um, and giving us lots of opportunities to spend time with Jesus. I can always relight my light from one of you. We have this huge heart for him on fire now because we are together. Mm. Most gracious and wonderful Father, we give great thanks for the last month of camp at Brookwoods. Father, we humbly ask you to bless each of these young men as they travel home tomorrow. Father, emblaze in their minds the lessons learned at camp. Let them continue to develop those new skills they've acquired here. My greatest prayer, Father, is that they've encountered your son, Jesus, at camp. I pray they take home with them the great comforter, the Holy Spirit. In closing, Lord, we praise you. We don't deserve your grace, but yet you've poured it in abundance on each one of us in this wonderful camp. Send each of us to our cabins tonight with our heart on fire with your love. We pray all this. In the most holy name of Jesus, amen.